Welcome to the Right Fight Podcast, a discussion about how to live a loving life. I'm Reg Lloyd, and we're having a conversation with Kenny Vaughn. Kenny, before we get into the content today, you and Tammy operate Shields of Strength. And for those who don't know, would you share what Shields of Strength is and the mission of Shields of Strength? Yeah, so uh, Shields of Strength started with just a, a dog tag, piece, you know, like a military-style dog tag. Tammy had written scriptures on my equipment that helped me overcome fear. And, you know, like literally one piece of God's Word planted a seed that began to grow that just revealed truths to me that totally changed my life. So, and having that around me all the time led to that. So I wanted a daily reminder, couldn't carry around what she had written it on. So I put it on this, I went to a surplus shop, put it on this dog tag water for myself. And then one day I saw somebody gave it to, and so Shields of Strength, we were just, I was just making these dog tags with scriptures on them that encourage people in most of their daily struggles. And um, and then I started making so many of them, giving them away and seeing people wanting to keep wearing them and different things. We thought, man, we need to come up with a name for this. So that's how it got started. All we did was dog tags for 10 years. They, long story, but eventually became one of the most worn emblems by the United States military, which was just unbelievable. And, um, and then led to a jewelry line. So now we've got, I don't know, three, 400 pieces of jewelry we make. We make a few other things, make some apparel, but basically everything we make, we put a scripture on it and we try to choose a scripture. We try to choose something somebody would want to wear, you know, so if you're uh, just off the top of my head, I'm thinking, you know, if you're a lineman, we made a cross for lineman, it's a lineman cross, but we got a scripture on that cross. Right. And then, and so, um, so whatever it is you're doing, if you, if you like to hunt, we got a duck band. And if you like to fish, we got a fish hook cross. You know, if, you, if, you, if you're a mom, we got a mom. You know, so whatever it is that you, that's what Tammy did. She kind of snuck the scripture on the thing that I kept close to me. So we try to create jewelry to get a piece of God's word around someone's neck yeah. with the hope and the prayer that that scripture could plant a seed that could change a life. So that's Shields of Strength now, 25 years later, and you can see everything we have, shieldsofstrength.com on the website. Love it. Bunch of jewelry, yeah. Love the mission. It's awesome. Well, today we talk about the second thing that you say love is, and that is love is kind. In your book, you, you write, being kind when we don't feel like it can mean a couple of different things. Sometimes it just means what it sounds like, being kind and doing the right things putting others first even when they are not kind to us or when we don't want to. There is another type of kindness, though, that is so important. That is the kindness that means being kind even when it doesn't mean being nice or polite. What does that mean? Well, I wonder why I wrote polite. (laughs) (laughs) You're second-guessing yourself? It may not come across as polite, that's for sure. We should definitely, we should, you know, I guess it may not. I, what I'm saying is that true kindness, true empathy, that's a word that the, the world uses this all the, the this word empathy so much now. Um, and true empathy, true kindness is a wonderful thing. So it's um, and, and it should be, if at all possible, as polite as it can be. but it's nice is not always kind. That's what I'm trying to say there that. It's so easy to be nice and seemingly empathetic to people who really need 
kindness, not niceness. So, so if if you're doing something, if you're living in something or whatever it is, and I love you, the kindness that love has may not want you know may feel like it's not best for you to be there. You know, if you're in a burning building, and I'm 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 a nice guy, not a kind guy. I'll wave at you when I go by. But if I know you're there and I'm a kind guy, now what I won't do, it's not, I don't think it's kind to, you know, it, because I told you not to be there and I see you there that I want to watch you burn or I hope you burn or any of that. There's nothing kind about that at all. And But it's it's equally unkind to think that it's nice, to be nice or to just wave and just say, hey, it's okay that you're there. Now, kindness will go into it. So if it's a burning building, kindness will go into the fire. But not to keep you there. It's not coming in there to help you stay there. It's not coming in there to pretend it's lovely and wonderful that you're there. You might call that nice, but it's not kind at all. And, and, and that's what I'm trying to say. You know, It may not seem polite to say, Kindness requires that I encourage you in a different direction, you know, that you don't need to be in the burning building or whatever it is. And um, for me, I learned, I'd say I learned a lot of this with my children growing up, you know, that, that I, it's so easy with, with a child to just want to be nice all the time because, look, listen, I mean, they want to be pleased. And if they're pleased, they're happy. But kindness doesn't please people. Love doesn't please people. Love does what it believes is truly best for people, pleasing or not. And, it, and, and so kindness, kindness when it is love, is doing what is best for people, whether it pleases them or not. So sometimes it may not seem kind, but it is kind. That's what I'm, what I'm trying to say. And I and, and I think it's so important. Empathy is a wonderful thing. You know, true empathy is, an, is simply just ha- caring enough to try to understand why someone is where they are. That's empathy. You know, I mean, if you, so not, that, that's wonderful. There's nothing wrong with that. So if, if we have empathy that cares enough to understand why someone is where they are, normally what we realize is that had we been them, we may have been there or a lot worse than they are. Right. But it's not empathetic at all that if where they are is not best for them. It's not kind at all if that if where they are is not best for them, that we pretend it is. And that's what our world is filled with. You know, it's, it's, it's this counterfeit kindness and empathy that is simply just a stamp of approval for any and everything. You know, you do you. That's not love. There's no love in that. That's that. That's that's the worst selfishness ever. You know, that's self love is what it is. It's just I don't really. Basically, what that is is, <laughs> I could care less about where you are, what is going to come of that, where you're headed. I don't care about any of that as long as you're happy with me. I'm good. So it's the exact opposite of kindness. So the word kindness and empathy, 
are, are a lot like the word love. They're so misused, misused for the wrong reasons that they, um, they're hard to communicate what they're really supposed to be. I mean, what we're talking about right now are the seven things that love is. And so we need an understanding. It's so important. I know, like when I wrote the book, and, and, you, and you drove me on this, you know, because I was like, how silly is it to, to explain what is patience, what is kindness, what is truth, you know? But, but in reality, it's not silly at all. It's, it's, those are those, these are the fundamentals that if we don't understand what these things really are, they, that's what derails us in living this loving life. So if I really believe that kindness is just pretending everything's just being nice to you all of the time, I think I'm doing the wrong thing. I'm, I'm sorry. I think I'm doing the right thing. In reality, I'm failing to love on a massive scale. And, and what happens is all my relationships over time, see, love grows. If we live this loving life, love grows in our life. The fruitfulness of our life in many cases is relationships, deep, meaningful relationships with other people. All this grows from a loving life, you know, or life rooted in love, in Christ. And so when we don't understand what that is, and we're just nice to everybody, we think we're loving, but the fruit is dead. All our relationships are dying. Then we think it's God's fault because I'm trying love and love's not working. Well, love never fails. It really doesn't. We're, if you're trying love and love is not working, the truth is you're failing to love. Now, that doesn't mean if you love people, they're going to love you. That just means that if you love people, it's the best you can possibly do. And that if you, if you love your way through life, then God can direct and guide and direct your footsteps. And, and really, you, the fruits of love will begin to manifest in your life. Take, you know, they, just, they just follow you, right? The signs follow the believer. So, example, okay? So I'll give you an example. And, and, and this one helped me a lot in kindness. And I would say it's a good example because it didn't appear very kind at all at the time. But, and, and this may not be everybody's children. I only had three. All three of mine went through this, but Faith was my first one. And she, she was just wonderful until around that, I don't know, I think she was about three years old. And she slowly started developing this uh, insane rebellion, you know, where it was like, Kicking, scratching, yelling, you know, mean, this different thing. So at first, you don't really know what to do. It's like, I don't, where did that come from? You know, I didn't prepare for this. And what am I supposed to do with that? I want to be kind. You know, I want to be patient. And so what do I do? But, and so as you're unsure what to do, you leave them in that and they just race on. They run off, you know. So in, in, in Faith's case, it starts getting worse and worse and worse till Tammy's having to walk out of grocery stores, leaving baskets of, Food and so, you know, you know, the kid that when, you know, the one that when I was coming up, you know, when I was a teenager, thought I knew everything, 20s, think I know everything. And I see the child, you know, just throwing an absolute fit. I'm just like, man, what a miserable mom and dad, you know, or whatever's going on there. And, um, and I'd like to drag him outside. <clears throat> that was now that's now my, it's you. yeah, it's me. Exactly. And so we're not knowing. And we've tried many things by now. This is going on for months, and, and so I've tried the timeouts. I've tried, you know, discipline. I've, tried, I've even tried uh, some spankings. 
which that really didn't work. You know, it's like that's I'd had harder. So nothing's working. We go to this rice festival, which is called the Rice Festival, a local festival. And she's having a pretty good evening. And we're about to leave. And we kind of overstayed because one more, one more, one more. We're about to leave. And then their cousins show up. And they're the same age. Well, now everybody wants to ride rides together. So what kind of miserable dad would I be if I won't let you ride a few more? And you know it's not going to be one. So it's one. So, okay, we'll do a few more rides. And it's, but then it's never ending one more. And, so, and, and here's, like, I, here's the thing I know because I understand what's going on here. I know, like, I'm living in this. I'm the adult, right, and my wife. And so I know whenever I say, that's it, let's go, what I'm about to get. So I can, I can, I can pretend to be this kind, nice guy and keep letting her one more, one more, one more, and it's not kind at all. Because getting her way is that's, developing something in her that's not going to serve her well in the future. That's exactly right. Yeah, that makes because sense. Because I'm training, I'm, especially as a child, right? And this is what we're, we're big children, by the way. It's a lot of people. but And so, so yeah. And, but I just finally, not in kindness, probably in anger, I got enough. And, and actually, not probably, in anger, <laughs> okay, I got enough. So I said, I told Tammy, because I, I said, that's it. We're not riding anymore. And then, bam, just like light went off, you know, becomes the fit. So I just said, babe, just, we're leaving. And I picked her up under my arm, and she's kicking, screaming, hollering, yelling, trying to bite me, everything. And I'm walking out of this rice festival with this three-year-old under my arm. And, it, I mean, I, we got everybody. We're the, we're the lead attraction <laughs> at the carnival all the way out of that place, man. We get in the car, get in the truck. I put her in her car seat. The wonderful thing about a car seat, you can strap them in there, and it's not abuse, <laughs> okay? So I put her in the car seat, and she's arching her back so I can't buckle the seat, right, while she's screaming, hollering, yelling. I'm talking about blood curdling stuff, you know what I mean? Like, like I'm, I'm losing it. So I just put my knee. I mean, I'm not trying to hurt her, but she's not going to win. I'm a little bigger. So I put my knee in her belly push her in far enough to clasp and buckles. And then we drive home. It's about 30, 40 minute drive home from this place. Man, the whole time it's just, and I, and, and at first it's her yelling and me yelling back. So it's mass chaos. And then, you know, we, we go all the way home, we get home and it's 30 minutes later, just no better whatsoever. I really don't know what to do, but all I know is that this is going to, this is going to wreck my daughter. And it's been going on long enough. It's not, it's not, it's in a one-off. This isn't a bad night. This is very predictable. And this is a pattern. And she's just a little girl. And, and what, if, what, what am I going to do if I let this go until she's 15? You know, uh, I don't know. Right. And so I'm clueless. So, but I just tell Tammy and, and the other kids, so y'all go inside. We're staying out here. And until she tells me she's sorry, like, I did not want to say that because she was never going to tell me she's sorry. She's not getting out of that car seat. Anyway, longer story short, man, it's like, I don't know, an hour and a half, Tammy comes back out, and it's no better. And, she, and so Tammy's like, you got to stop. You know, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm not. Like, I, like, at this point, 
what am I going to do now? Am I going to teach her that if you if you throw a fit for an hour and a half, that you're going to get what you wanted, or you're going to get your way? I'm not having to touch her. And 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 in in that hour and a half, I had calmed down. It, it wasn't easy, by the way, in the midst of all of that. But I had calmed down, and I decided. You know, I'm, I'm praying, and I'm thinking. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to yell at her anymore. She's doing all the yelling. I'm not going to yell anymore. But she's not. I'm not. She's not going to win. You know. I'm. I, I can't let her win this. And let me tell you something. For me, I'd have been out of there so fast. This was miserable. It'd been easier. Way easier. Way easier to just throw in the towel you know, in the moment. I'd st- we'd, yes. we'd both still be paying for it today. You know, in the moment, it'd been easier to throw in the towel. And, and so, man, an hour after that, she's starting to grow hoarse, you know, can hardly. And so every now and then I'm turning around saying, can you just tell daddy sorry and man every time i turn around and look at her she goes right straight back into the rage and and man so now i'm thinking worst dad ever what a terrible decision <laughs> my daughter's going to hate me you know um and if anybody else saw this you know i mean this this you know it's it looked worse than it sounds and and I almost give up a couple times, but I'm just like, and Tammy comes back on me, I'm like, I can't give up. I can't. And so I just sat there quietly. And every now and then I would just turn around and say, baby, if you'll just tell me you're sorry. See, we don't have to be, I, so it helped me learn. I don't have to be loud, obnoxious, rude, angry, all these things to stand for the truth. You know? And when I do all of that, I feel guilty for standing for the truth. Well, it's not, it's not that, I don't need any guilt for standing for the truth, but I just need a guilt for why I was standing. I mean, the way I was standing. It does matter how we do things. And so, so, but because I was, I was finding the strength to just be patient and keep asking anyway, three hours in, she like broke and she started to cry instead of yelling, you know? So I turn around and say, Faith, baby, if you'll just tell me you're sorry, I'll let you out of the car seat. And man, she just whispered a, a sorry that was good enough for me. Like I mean, it crossed my mind. I didn't hear that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I won. I didn't hear that. Whatever it is, that was good enough for me. I, I yanked her out of that car seat. But this was the the like the this I did not see coming. I thought when I got her out of that car seat that she would push me away and want mom, want to run to mom. But she didn't. She wrapped her arms around my let my neck. We cried together. I held her. We talked a little more. I explained to her why, you know, not what, that the reason I did all that was because her doing that was eventually, she's just three years old, but she, she had an understanding, you know, that her doing all those things would, would wreck her life. And it was, it was worse for me than it was for you. But because I love you, I want you to understand the next time you do this, we're going to do this again. And we're going to do this until you stop doing it. Now, it may not... That may not seem kind right now, but it was one of the most kind things I ever did for my child. And, and, and listen, if you have children, I'm not saying use a car seat or, or, or don't. I'm not saying don't use it either because it works pretty good because I ended up using it on all three. The next two did the same thing, not as, too, as bad, not, not, not as bad to that extent, but they did the same thing. And when they got there, I did the same thing <laughs> and the next one was only about an hour and a half, and the one after that was only like 45 minutes because she had two more saying, stop, it's not, you're not going to win. But, but I never, I hardly ever saw a sign of that again. 
in their life. And I think it's blessed their life. So, so kindness and us being kind is us kindly, maybe nicely, I don't know how you want to call it, doing only what we believe is truly best for someone else, best for someone else, even if it means I got to suffer or if it means they have to suffer. You know, there's no free, there's no free ride, but that's kindness. And when you love people, so when you love people in your workplace, when you love people in your family, you know, when, when people go through their stuff and you're kind, but you're, but you're not enabling, they eventually, they, they learn who loves them. They know who's just kind of cheering them along any direction they go. And they know who really doesn't care about them. They just want to tell them that they're wrong or judge them, you know, those kind of things. By the way, we shouldn't judge people, but we should judge decisions, I believe. I should judge, you know, if what you're doing is good for you or bad for you, I need to judge that. I don't judge you as more or less because of what you're doing. But if I love you, hopefully I would be kind enough and we to, to tell you the truth or help lead you to the truth. And we all in our lives, over time, begin to understand who's loving us and who really doesn't care. They're just cheering us in any direction we want to go, or they're just an adversary or an enemy no matter what we do. But the loving people, we, we realize who they are. And that's what I mean by living, this, living a loving life builds relationships. It doesn't wreck them. It's just not easy. Like there's nothing. Love is very simple, but there's nothing easy about it. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Helpful sense. Love is kind, but it's not always nice as perceived from the other person. That's right. I mean, it, yeah. It's good stuff. If someone's nice for everything, they're really not kind at all. I'll repent. That sticks. <laughs> all right, so uh, next podcast is Love is Truthful. But uh, until then, trust God's word no matter what. Keep your eyes on the horizon. Thanks for listening to The Right Fight Podcast. Make sure to check out Kenny's book, The Right Fight, for more on how to live a loving life. It's available on their website, shieldsofstrength.com, Audible, and all digital platforms. If you have any questions for the podcast, you can email support at shieldsofstrength.com and put podcast as the subject. And make sure to follow Kenny on Instagram and TikTok at John Kennedy Vaughn. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.